we're in. Welcome to another episode of the Three Speech Podcast coming to you from all over the UK. I'm Darius Davies. As ever, I'm joined on my left, Mr. Nico Yearwood. How's it going? Hello, everybody. Yes, I'm great, man. How are you doing, Darius? I'm good. I'm enjoying the weather. And above me, Mr. Hate Speech himself, Leo Curse. How's it going? How's it going? Hello. I just wanted to say, like, I know you're saying Nico is to your left, but he's kind of to, your to right. our right. Uh, he's actually on. He's actually on my right in real life as well. Um, that is a problem and a failing of the English uh, schooling system. I do not know my left or right. And on my diagonal left slash right, we've got Mooch about town. What's up, Mooch? I'm good. I'm good. I don't think you can blame uh, the English schooling system on the fact that you don't know your left from well, right. I think, I I think that's. I, I, I think that's I, definitely I, on you. No, uh, no, it's not. It's on the school in education. <laughs> if you haven't taught me left or right, it's obviously on the school in education system. I'm not taking that. This is my left hand. Or is it my right hand? I don't know. Anyway, what's been going on this week in the world? Let's start, I think, with the biggest news. Um, and the reason why we can't actually uh, be doing the podcast in person, where it's coming to you from all over, it's been the launch of new centrist slash right-leaning channel gb news of which leo starred via satellite um the other day leo gb news is last launched night. last night is this a good thing for the uk is it a is it a well-produced high quality channel are you excited for it what, what, what are your thoughts how was it and also crucially did you get paid for your interview yesterday um, well, I'm doing I'm doing it on Saturday. Like last night was just a five minute you know filling thing, but I'm doing it on Saturday with I'm a panelist on Andrew Doyle's show, so I'm getting paid for that. Uh, but they've actually budgeted more for my um, what do you call it test the COVID test. I've got to have a clear COVID test before I, before I go on. So uh, at the moment the the COVID test is a higher ranking broadcaster than than me, higher paid broadcaster. But I, th- I just you think it's great. I mean, it's a, it's a startup. Everybody's slamming it. Everybody's like, there's all these Twitter accounts like, GB News fails. It's like, oh, look, they got a typo. It's a fucking startup. Obviously, there's going to be some fucking typos. You know what I mean? They can only afford to hire people like Darius. Got like a, a barely <laughs> literate grasp of the English language. Sorry, there's a dog uh, trying to eat my pizza. But um, but yeah, like, I can't believe, like, it's a startup. Obviously, there's going to be some teething problems. But I think it's great. It's got Andrew Neal. It's got Andrew Doyle. It's got, you know, the big, like, intellectual heavy hitters of, uh, of broadcasting. Um, and I watched the Andrew Neal's interview with Rishi Sunak. It was amazing, holding his feet to the fire over, um, you know, the, the amount of debt we're getting in with all this coronavirus bollocks. It's a totally essential thing, asking the questions nobody else is asking. And also... I'm on it quite a lot, which is I'm not getting with the BBC. Can I ask a question? So Rishi, Rishi Sunak was on GB yeah. News. Well, does that make yeah. him racist? That is the question to the panel. Is Rishi Sunak now a racist for starring on GB News? Yes. Why would he be a racist? <laughs> Man, no, of course not. All this stuff and all these, I don't understand. All these people are I, IKEA. Me? The only thing on GB News that I saw was um, they asked that woman about Prince Andrew. And she said, no, he's not a a pedophile. He's a ebophile or some shit or a hebophile or whatever. (laughs) So she's like, he he likes the post um, pubescent ones or some shit. Well, hold on, hold on. You know what? This is actually, she makes, whilst I don't want to defend Prince Andrew and, and or pedophile, 
she makes a she makes a uh, she does a make distinction. a distinction. There's a distinction because there's a very real difference from a real nonce who goes after like little children or under the age of ten, and like a say a fifteen year old girl who's more or less a woman. Yeah, it, it's this... physically, not mentally, <laughs> but physically you, a woman. Are you quoting <laughs> Dave Chappelle. <laughs> how old is sixteen? <laughs> how exactly? I'm gonna how do the Dave Chappelle. Is that, how old is fifteen? Really? How old is fifteen? Because really? when I was fifteen, if I was pissing in my face, I know this is wrong, right? It's true. So I think I, I, I do understand the distinction, obviously, because it applies to <laughs> because it applies to Prince Andrew. I'm not going to accept it. And I'm going to maintain in my eyes, in my mind, that he's been pedoing on like under nines at Pizza Express. Nah, you know what? You know, he, do, he don't get a pass at all, man. That distinction nah, it, is madness. What you don't you don't think there's a difference between someone who nonces on a fifteen year old girl who's basically physically a woman than a man who nonces on like a five year old girl? I, I I'm saying all under the age of consent is just bad, bad. He should know better. Nah, I, I, all I disagree. Under the age of... I, I disagree because well, I'll tell you why I disagree because if you were in Spain, the age of consent is fourteen. So then, so then it's okay if you you cross an international border. So I disagree. I think if you're, there's a difference between a child, a teenager who's maturing and going through puberty, and a teenager who's gone he through get, puberty. He's not getting a pass for going with 15 year olds. No, no, That's not right. a complex, he's, a, he's a grown, hard, bad man. Oh, oh, he's, oh no, he's I'm not. Can I, can, I just, old, 50? Can, I, can I just say something? It's great to be part of a podcast that's clearly going to be used as evidence in court against Darius. <laughs> <laughs> not at all but listen all i'm saying and i and i don't want to big up myself but um when i was in argentina i lived in argentina I was 21 years old right and what's the education we there? is this is this all just know, preamble to, to defend your your, well, your gap year antics <laughs> no no so this is the story right it's 21 years old right we went out at about three in the morning in a club we met two fine girls right and you got to remember 21 and was in argentina during the economic crash i that was the peak of my of my living standards right i had a penthouse apartment a four poster bed i had everything i had a our apartment had a maid's quarters that's how rich i was we had a you're the epstein a, of argentina is what you're trying to say yeah I, and it only cost like a hundred pound a month right so obviously <laughs> i thought well it's only up from here my lifestyle is going to keep trend upwards right so anyway, I was out one night with my friends. We've gone out three in the morning. We met two girls, real fine, right? We got chatting to them. Anyway, they became friends of us. Nothing happened with them. They became friends, and he would come around and hang out around at our apartment. There's one real fit girl. Her name was Paz. I remember she was trying it on with me a lot. Now, unfortunately for her, what she didn't realize is 21-year-old Darius was super autistic and had no play game with women at all. Unless a woman was lit. Even if a woman tried it on with me, I'm like, this is a, this is a trick. This is a ruse. This is fake, right? Up until the moment when she's sucking my dick, I was always thinking, this is a trick. This is a ruse. Something's fake about this. So nothing happened. But one day we're hanging out. And she goes, ah, <clears throat> she goes, ah guys, I have uh, something to tell you. And we're like, uh-oh. She goes, I am very innocent. And then me and my friends were thinking to ourselves, this sounds like the start of a poor movie. And then she's like, I am 14 years old. I was like, for fuck me, man. It's like, we're 21. So we had to, like, kibosh that friendship because we're too young. But the point I'm trying to make is that I agree with you. If you're a grown man, you know the distinction. I knew even then at 21. But there's a distinction between a 14-year-old who's physically a man or a woman and they've matured 
as opposed to someone under the age of who haven't even hit puberty. That was the only point. But I agree with you. You're 50 years old. You know going out with someone under the age of the 18 is wrong. Your Honor, the defendant has finished making his case for the plea bargain. <laughs> just to clarify, <laughs> not, just to clarify, I can't not wait. I can't wait not to clip non. this up. I'm not to clip this up. Darius Davies what? admits noncery. I thought the woman on GB News was bad, but Darius <laughs> took it to the next level. <laughs> Fuck me. Uh, uh, there's, I think there's a uh, website, there's a Twitter account caught in 4K. If R. Kelly sees this, he's like, I need Darius with this on my, <laughs> on my legal team. <laughs> what's uh, what's the stat- what's oh, the statute of limitations uh, in Argentina? Like, uh, uh, about one month. About about ten pounds. That's a statue of liberty yeah, in, uh, in Argentina. No, it is um, a complex issue. I do think if if a sixteen year old and a fifteen year old are going out, it's a very different story though to uh, a fifty six year old and a fifteen year old, which what which is probably what Prince Andrew was. I don't know how old he was when uh, the, the alleged notary well. happened. Like, but this sort of thing used to go on all the time. Like remember Bill Wyman, bassist from the Rolling Stones, he was going out with Mandy Smith when she was like she was young, like. Well, well under mm. the, well under the, I was going to say speed limit, but like you know, what, <laughs> age, age limit. Um, but I think also one thing we have to remember with, with, uh, look, don't get me wrong. Shitting on Prince Andrew is, is great. Uh, mm-hmm. But th- these are all honey traps. I'm pretty sure. Do you know what I mean? Like he was, uh, the, all of this Epstein stuff is just um, uh, it's 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 intelligent hun- honey traps. They they've been set up to do this stuff so that they are now in the pockets of uh, yeah. intelligence agencies, yeah. where, whether it's Mossad, the CIA, MI5, MI6, and the guy yeah. is obviously an idiot. He's obviously a clown, uh, but I don't think everyone who's been caught up in this is is actively going. I want to fuck kids. They've just been put in situations. Uh, it's been filmed. They've been told about this. So you're now under our control. No, but, I don't. I don't agree with that. I don't agree with that. I'm. I look. I'm not saying this is. It's. That's... It's definitive. But I'm saying it's not. It's not like the. You know, like a. Uh, uh, <laughs> eyes wide shut sort of thing where they're all just talking about just fucking kids it's it's uh not all of them are like that i'm sure there's some but i'm pretty in my opinion i think they're no, no, set no, up no, no. and then once they're set up they just they they can't get out what, of that. what what are you talking about set up you've saying that these so guys they don't know in- so they are they so they are invited to an island called whatever like this uh there's loads of girls there's loads of partying cool they're filmed doing this stuff and then they're brought into a room and going, cool, we've got you, bang to rights. This girl is under the age of 18, 17, 16, whatever. Um, we will ruin you unless you... Uh, oh, no, of- no, 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 no. It's not like that because um, some of the... When the people went to his island, he was already charged previously, um, like four years prior... And they knew he had charges against him as a, you know, pedof- well, yeah. for trafficking no. young women or whatnot. So I, they knew that he was um, involved with these younger women. And I, they still kind of let saying, it slide. I'm not, saying, I'm not saying Epstein wasn't. I'm saying some of the high-powered uh, socialites or CEOs no, no, or no, whatever. No, 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 no. Yeah, I know. And I'm saying that they knew... He had these charges against him and we're still going and socializing with him and whatnot. 
I think a lot I of those people still I, knew that he maybe, was, um, but like I think involved in those. I things. think this has been going on much longer than those initial charges. It's not something that's just happened over the last. Well, five I'm not years. saying that, but I'm saying there are records of people still going there even after it was known that he was doing these things. Yes, but what I'm saying is. Once they've got you, it's like you need to come to this party and you need to be seen here so that other big fishes will come to these parties and we can get them as well. I don't think it's just yeah, like a one but, and done. Yeah, but some of them were no, definitely no, no. pedos as well. Yeah, a yes. lot of them are. Yes. And they, and they drink extremely. And they knew what's going on. And, and Thing does a joke about it. Michelle does a joke about when she was invited to his house. Michelle, um, Jeffrey Epstein's house. Yeah, you gotta see it. <clears throat> Michelle the sort. She did. She went to Epstein's house and she was talking about. But I don't want to ruin her joke. But basically, uh, she's talking about how he picked the girls and that she was a bit too old for him at the time, and she was only. Oh, like so she was invited that way. Jeez. Yeah. So. Ah. Yeah, it's but, mad, and that's man. a true story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Fucking hell. Michelle used to be a model in New York. Yeah. Yeah, quite, no. She's quite a big model. But Epstein seemed to, like, prey on, like, um, you know, women who didn't have, you know, they, like, they're vulnerable because of their lack of social standing, I guess. No, what happened, according, well, from what I've been told by Michelle, is basically the modeling agencies, he would call them up, and the guys would basically just take the girls around, and it was kind of thought of as their jobs. Because Michelle was quite an established and good model. Like she was, she owned her, she was, you know, the in demand for actual campaigns. She can turn down work. But he said, yeah. she said, what happens is they bring over a load of girls from like the Ukraine, Russia, poor. They get them, they got them to America where, and then they basically took away their passport. They put them all in one modeling house. And like, these girls are all fine, but there's levels of fine, right? <laughs> so there's like, well, you're going to be a Gap model and you're going to be a Gucci model. But then below that, there's all these like good looking girls, but they're not Little. good enough for actual modeling work. And then those girls, the guy, the, the main guy, and he got indicted actually in the Epstein trials, would bring them to the house. She, she said she went to the house and she said she just knew it was weird. Then apparently they offered to fly her out there or whatever, according to the joke. But that's that's what I've I've heard. Right. So, so like they, they bring over loads of like Eastern European women, basically. Yeah. Definitely Lances. Yeah, them guys yeah, knew, man. Yeah, trafficking. Them guys knew. Yeah, they, they, yeah. I mean, I, I think there's part of it's true what you're saying as well, Mooch. There's a bit of that, but a bit of it is also like, yeah, we're Nazis as well. I'm not looking yeah, to exonerate anyone. Epstein I'm was, just saying that Epstein I think was, that it's... Uh, I, 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 I've... I find it hard to believe, and I may just being naive here, that there are that many paedophiles, but there probably are, and I'm probably wrong. Oh, man. Well, I guess so, it's, it's like Darius says. I mean, Epstein wasn't, like, going after eight-year-old kids or whatever. So, you know, they, they were, like, you know, what, 15, 16 years old? Um, and and so, that's well, 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 look how quickly it was before you turned. There was a lot more... There's a there's a lot more um, men who are attracted to you know sixteen year old girl women than there <laughs> than there are men who are attracted to eight year olds. Is that dog kids. got a chewy toy? Yeah. 
Sounds like you're got like, I can hear it, and it's just Roxy. Yeah. Roxy, come on. It sounds like you got rats or something. It's a chewy, squeezy, squeezy thing. Yeah, we we can hear. I'm gonna take the dog for a walk later. <laughs> just, just, um, um, sorry, yeah. What else? What but, else we got? But Epstein, so, Epstein yeah. was covering was covering his covering what? himself. But before I forget, do you all know the Ghislaine Maxwell Reddit conspiracy theory? What's no. the Ghislaine Maxwell Reddit conspiracy theory? Oh, look theory? at that dog. Is that your dog now? <laughs> no. No. no well, let's friends. see the dog quickly, this being as it's made an appearance. Let's have a look at the dog. Hello, Hello Roxy. Here you Hello, are. Hello, doggy. All right, so the Reddit conspiracy theory is there is a superpower account on Reddit called something like G Maxwell. And it had the highest karma. It had loads of comments, loads of posts. It was one of the, the top 1% of all Reddit accounts. It stopped posting, and it had been posting continuously every day. It stopped posting the day she got arrested. And people are saying that it was her managing this Reddit account. And if you go look back at the Reddit history, it's very suspicious. And um, what, so what sort of things was it posting? Was it posting trying to solicit remember. like underage women? Ghislaine Maxwell is innocent. <laughs> no, it, 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 but it kind of posting stuff that dictate the social narrative of the world. So in a way, like you know, normalizing certain things, like good, like content that we probably all watch. I don't know particular. Well, you in your Argentinian twenty-one-year-old days probably would watch. No, but it was stuff like whatever the memes are, but dictating the story. It's weird how Reddit basically controls everything, like on the internet. It's one of the, the super things of the internet, right? If you get content did on that, did you read that well. on Reddit? Yeah, I did. Yeah, like honestly, give Reddit an example of, of what what did... it's just a bunch of versions. No, no. Was posting. Oh yeah, yeah. It, it, even... Listen, everyone on Reddit, all the users and who active fan base, I'm not gonna lie, they're very toxic and they're all virgins. That doesn't negate the fact that Reddit as a platform on the internet is very, very powerful. Influential. Like, I will I will agree. Like its, it's tagline is Reddit is the front page of the internet and it is very much the case. If something is big on Reddit, it does trickle down to Instagram, Facebook, you know, and I'm talking memes, content and stuff like that. But it is the the it is where, uh, you know, it is an aggregator of the best content on, on the internet. And once it's on the front page of Reddit, it just to the moon and as it, they say. and it dictates and it dictates the discourse so they banned donald trump then his fans have got nowhere to talk they banned this or they push a certain you know vote for biden vote for biden and it permeates 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 so it kind of dictates a narrative but anyway just laying it, it, i think account. it's owned it's it's owned or a, a large chunk is owned by china now as well yeah that's true so it's it's very like the thing is you think oh it's top line innocent but you scratch the one of the co-founders was committed suicide but people think he was murdered because he wanted to like not do certain things it's all really suspicious because you think oh because they're just showing dog puppy content that it's not but there's a lot of different layers like if you can but this just sounds like pizza gate this sounds like pizza gate nonsense yeah, but you're, so, listen. Every you dismiss but, everything, Leo, and then until you until it comes out that it's true. Well, obviously it was true. <laughs> well, like what? I'm just what you, one example of some. One example of some that are dismissed, and then it came out that it was true. Well, that this Ghislaine Maxwell has the power account on Reddit. What? Well, well, let's not come out as true. What was being posted <laughs> on the account, Darius? Give an example what, of something that was posted well, on I'm, the account. I, off the top of my head, I don't know. Not nothing like to. But for example. An example, like 
cuties, why it's a good movie, something like that. So people are, oh, yeah, this is like an art house movie. And I know how we've been like saying, oh, it's like pedo shit. Do you see, just so it just changes the narrative and the discourse of the conversation. So it's, 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 just, it's for you to have a look at. I'm not saying it's Who's funny? Nah, it's my... Oh, for fuck's sake. People love calling all the time. Piss off. What's well, the load? I'm Ghislaine Maxwell. Ghislaine Maxwell is calling. Nah, it's you a 14-year-old Argentinian girl. <laughs> Hola, que tal? I've just pressed mute. No, don't leave a fucking me. <laughs> it's, it's Paz from Argentina. Hey, let's listen. I, who is it? No, I don't know. I'm going to mute you so you can't. Yeah, well, that's what I want to hear. It's the top. Actually, Paz from Argentina, um, I, I've got her Guns N' Roses cassettes. That's how long ago it was. She gave it to me because an Argentinian guy stole my mini disc. Mini disc? I had a mini disc. They were really good. And she gave you her Guns N' Roses tapes? She, honestly, she loved me. She was so fit. And, but because I'm such a noble guy, I thought, well, 14 is just... No. <laughs> e- even, think, even at 21, think, I knew I that was that's, bad. That's noble. That's just like well, a law-abiding, like morally. <laughs> Listen, noble I'm telling... and like morally just acceptable. Are no, two very noble. different. No, stuff. like no. I didn't it's fuck easy. this child. What a noble no. guy I am! I should be a knight, knighted Listen, for not fucking it's children. It's easy for you to say that. Sat in your studio, it's a whole different mo- thing when a fucking fourteen-year-old who looks like a nineteen-year-old is stood in front of you and she's super fine. And you have to say, no, this is wrong. And crush her heart and her dreams. Yeah. But God damn it, if I ever go back to Argentina, if I ever go back to Argentina, I'm going to try and find her. So, hey, baby. She's 37 now. Yeah, she'll be fine. Probably. She'll be fine. and Listen, Argentinian women aren't like English women. They age like fine wine. English women age and she's not caught. Yeah, she's not caught, baby. Um, the only, okay, back to GB News. The one thing, my take of it is like, what's going on with that studio, man? Why are you filming it in like a spaceship or something? Studios are supposed to look like spaceships. They're all glass and like, you know, lights. Neon no, lights. It doesn't it look, cool. it's like, it looks like a black cave, the one, but I've, the clip I've seen. So wait, I, I, I've, I'm not on Twitter as much these days. Uh, and I thought there would be a little bit more of a of a fanfare with the with the launch of gb news am i just out of the loop or has it just been uh, a bit of a I, soft launch i think you're following the wrong accounts it got more viewers than like sky and bbc news to combined and uh, like there's been a lot of like certainly my twitter sphere my yeah, little it's, it's all over twitter all up, all over my timeline as well Okay. So it's been successful. I, I think it's mainly people making fun of it. Well, I think reason. that's it's always going to be the case, and I yeah. think with something quite so, um, like uh, anti-left, or it's not as as towing the line as as the rest of the sort of media outlets, um, and it is it is seen as the Fox News of of the UK. Um, it's going to have. Uh, you know some backlash to it and and pe- and people yeah. are are, are going to are, are 
They've been sharpening the knives and looking to stick it to. Uh, I just TV can't believe. I can't believe these these brands that are withdrawing their advertising like on the first day of launch. It's like, what did you think you were advertising on? They just like it's like when uh, Michael Sheen handed back his OBE. So like you knew what a, what a OBE was. Why are they like withdrawing their advertising? They knew before. What did they think it was the Disney Channel or something? What, like well, you well, knew well, what it was going to be. Brands? So they're just doing it to get the advertising to get the sort of you know to try and look good, like credit. IKEA and stuff. We've got branches in Saudi Arabia, so they obviously don't have that much of a sort of moral, you know, moral moral principles. And they're like withdrawing their advertising just so you can say, "Oh, we withdrew our advertising from this because we're we're good people." Like, fuck you, IKEA. I'm gonna go take a shit on your toilets in the showroom that isn't even plumbed in. Hmm. I mean, but the thing is, with advertising, you don't actually pay for the channel. You do you pay media companies, and they just book them in like whichever channels they can get time slots on. So they might Don't not be no. Well, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. Conspiracy theories. It's not a conspiracy theory. I'm actually making your point. One, the channels are booked. They don't find they, they don't book that themselves. But still, for the brands to to like succumb so easily to a few tweets, it's like man, it's an advert on on a TV show, a TV yeah. channel. No, That's I think like, look, so yeah. Copperberg, Nike, uh, so Copperberg, Nivea, IKEA, and Grosch have all pulled ads from the network. Um, yeah, which uh, so and they've I said mean, they've said it's because they uh, breaches their inclusivity, um, like mandate or whatever their in- inclusivity rule. And it's like, why aren't they being inclusive to the people who watch GB News? Why has everything got to be just this very narrow sort of far, you know, far left opinion? We, you know what annoys me is this is the this is the problem, I think, why I dislike the left, right? And I and I consider myself on the left. I'll probably maybe tune into GB News. Maybe I won't. It's probably not for me. But I I don't I don't you know I good. It's there. Let it be there. And everyone's like, well, yeah. if you don't like it, make your own Twitter. Make it so they made parlor. You put it down. The left yeah. go out of their way. To try and cancel something they don't like. I can't see any right wingers going, oh, let's pull, get the Guardian cancelled or let's get this cancelled. They don't care. It's like, just do what you want. But they, if they don't dislike yeah. something, they're always going out. Like, the show, the channel's been on for, for like, what, two days and they're already starting campaigns trying to point. It's like, man, just don't watch it. Just don't watch <laughs> it. Well, it's like, how hard is that? Why are you going out of your way to be. This is like, they're so cunty. In fact, if you want to get really annoyed, the biggest cunt in the world is some woman on TikTok, right? She finds people who like, I'm not wearing a mask or something. And then in the background, she finds something and then she reports them to their employers to get them fired. And all these nerds are like, oh, well done. They deserve it. It's like, she's the, this is like the personification of massive cunt. And this is why I hate like, the left. Like, it's just like such dickheads. It's like, fine. If let them, it's for them. It's not for you. Make your own TV channel. Okay, we did it. Now you're moaning and trying to get that cancelled. What can they <laughs> yeah. do? Yeah, I yeah. saw that. She, she, I mean, there was a she. She got a nurse cancelled, um, but this nurse guy was was, he was a bit of an odious cunt as well. I, I'm not sure if. Okay, no, no, I agree with you on that guy, but still, she's done it to other people. She done it to some woman who she had. The woman was wearing a mask, but it was like a like a makeup mask or something. So it wasn't like it was still a mask, but it had kind of holes so she could breathe. But she's like, ah, look at this, like, <laughs> look at this, look at this, look at this hack I found for a mask. But essentially, but it's like a joke, but she was wearing a mask. The woman, like, identified it from the, from the chair seat of the airplane. Then she reported her, and then she got the woman put on a no-fly on, on no list. 
so the woman can't fly around. And if you listen, that's just being a malicious cunt. I agree. It's yeah. just malicious. I just agree. like people and also, like that. And also, if, it, if the past year has shown us anything, it's the people who come out and they're like banging the drum for you know all this uh, to cancel people. They get cancelled in the next wave because they're always doing something that's, that's bad. Yeah. So they get cancelled next time round. It's, it's not even the cancer. You know what it is? It's like these people that pretend to be so virtuous and so let's love everyone. Let's all be kind. They're so hypocritical. They're so shallow. Yeah. And for me, they're the most toxic of the lot and the most hateful and spiteful and vindictive and uncaring and unsharing. Like there was some, t- some non-binary TikTok woman who did something that said, eat the rich, cancel the poor. Then the next week she goes, I bought my two million apartment. Let me show you a TikTok around a two million apartment. And then someone went, what about eat the rich? And someone else went, two million dollars isn't rich for an apartment. They're so <laughs> hypocritical. <laughs> it's the hypocrisy that gets me. It's like, oh my God. Yeah. Uh, I know we didn't talk about this before, but uh, it's an interesting one that I saw on another podcast is the uh, Shopify CEO, um, uh, Tobias Lunker. Um, who uh, came out this week and he said very, very um, matter-of-factly, Shopify, we are not a family, we are a business um, and and we're more like a sports team rather than a family. Um, And which was, he's basically uh, talking out because he had a a lot of uh, employees who were um, really focused on social change and stuff like this and, and he was adamant that cool we are a, a we're a business we're a for-profit business here we're not trying to change the world we do want to be inclusive we do want to be better for 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 the world but um uh you you need to be focused on one goal and our goal is uh making the best shopping platform for 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 the world and i, I thought that was a refreshing sort of outlook um and and just an honest sort of uh uh, admission from a CEO about what businesses are. Um, it's just, we're here to make money. We're here to do our one job. Yeah, that's a refreshing, a refreshing thing. I wish all businesses would just be honest and say, look, we're here to make money. We're doing all this diversity and inclusivity and like Pride Month stuff to make money and just be honest about it. Yeah. He told staff, not only is this, uh, not only is the Ottawa's company not not a family shopify can also shopify also cannot solve every social problem shopify is also not the government we cannot solve every social right problem here he wrote we are part of an ecosystem of economies and cultures and an actual and actual countries we cannot take care of all your needs we will try and ba- take we'll try our best to take care of the ones that ensure you can support our mission the ceo then uh, said that employees who engage in endless slack trolling, victimhood thinking, and us versus them divisiveness and zero sum thinking must be seen as for the threats that they are. Powerful Ooh. stuff. Poor this performances. Guy, this guy should have a GB News. <laughs> Poor performances and divisiveness cannot be tolerated. And I think it's kind of it's nice to see because like nothing gets solved with this divisiveness. Nothing gets solved with this. Um, like this lady is, is doing, snitching on people. You're just ruining people's lives and making people resent you and the situation that they're in even more. Yeah. And there's a difference between when someone actually does deserve to be cancelled. And by that, I mean, you see someone in a shop just 
you know, dropping an N-bomb and going off at like some McDonald's worker or something. It's like, yeah, they should be found and, and reprimanded some way, somehow. But someone who makes a TikTok video saying, now oh, look at this shit mask I've made, and you would go out and ruin her life so she can't get a job and stuff. It's just, it's just low down. Um, this, yeah, Shopify sounds good. It, what, what, what will be interesting is to see how businesses' profits margins go. Like, if all this diversity and inclusivity does, which is that all businesses are doing because they want to be seen to be doing it to the extent that um, Victoria's Secrets has changed all their modeling team this week and they said, we're no longer going to model for the male gaze, so we're now going to get like these, these, and these, and they're starting a new brand called Versus, and they've got like the um, American striker, I've forgotten her name, um, Rampo or whatever, who's the, the captain that, for America. Megan Rapinoe or some shit like yeah. that. Megan yeah, something. she's... Well, be, be more uh, respectful of the greatest footballer of the entire planet, please, Nico. Uh, she's going to be an ambassador for the brand. So we'll see. But, I mean, that's going to well, be it's, the it's an, inter- it. it's an interesting point because, um, like, right-wing people, so GB News, the people who watch GB News, right-wing people gen- generally have money because you become right-wing when you, when you get money. Like... You know, I'll, I'll, like Patrice Coulers, when she buys her houses and stuff, she starts voting Tory because she wants to pay less tax. She wants to, you know, uh, preserve the, the wealth for her family and stuff like that. Um, so, but these these advertising people are getting, you know, all these green-haired people are tweeting saying like, oh, yes, IKEA have stopped supporting GP News. Those green-haired people aren't going and spending like five grand in IKEA. They're like, they got no money. So there could be, I think, and we certainly saw it with Gillette. When Gillette came out and did that, did that advert slagging off uh, men who shave, uh, which you know wasn't the best, <laughs> like the best move for a for a shaving company to do. There, they lost eight billion dollars. That's how much their market capitalization dropped by as a result of that. Speaking of, uh, I mean, eight billion dollars off the share price of a company like Gillette uh, or Coca Cola is is a big deal, but it's also not. A huge amount on on um, on their thing, and we saw that with Ronaldo. No, it's, he quite, remo- it's quite a lot. It is quite a lot, but it's, they're worth two hundred and fifty-six billion. Uh, so the, well, let's Coca- see what the market capitalization of Gillette. No, no, I'm talking about. So with uh, it happened this week when uh, Ronaldo removed the two bottles of Coca-Cola from uh, oh, yeah, the that. press screen, moved it off camera, and uh, Coca-Cola lost uh, four billion off its share price. Um, well, it's and, like it's like when I slagged off Ryanair on the BBC. Well, it dipped, <laughs> but then it went back up. It dipped and it, it went back up, and then it went straight right but, back but, up. But but so. what I'm saying is 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 four out of 256 is 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 not yeah. a massive percentage, but it is, is it's a big number, but it's it's not a massive drop that much. Yeah, holy shit! The market capitalization of Gillette is 185 billion. That is insane. Yeah, these are the big numbers. Holy but like shit. woke people, woke people don't need to shave as much. Maybe maybe the women do a bit. But like woke <laughs> woke men, they can't make hair in their face. They don't have any testosterone. All that those soy faced fucking fluffy chin cunts like do that fucking soy face. They can't make any fucking hair. How many times a year do they shave? M- Mooch, make sure Leo doing the soy face is the screen grab for this. Yeah yeah yeah. There we go. <laughs> Actually, Anyone who does soy all, face. All, all four. Let's all do what a is soy face. face? Have, uh, what is soy face? So, <laughs> soy face is it? It's interesting. So, um, uh, psychologists have, have looked at it, and it's um, it's somebody trying to show that they present no threat. 
by looking as sort of you know you know as sort oh, of weak okay. and vulnerable as possible <laughs> i don't think disabled is the look they're going for there, is there? <laughs> <laughs> you look like uh Bill Gates i only found Gates. that out like a week ago when i was talking to nick nick dixon nick dixon yeah nick dixon he's who pointed it out to me he was like look at all of these because he was you know saying he that, has quite a, all these he has quite an comedians and they were like <laughs> nick dixon has an unthreatening face i'd say he's got boy well, he was saying looks. that they all make that pause and i went back and looked yeah. at pictures and it was it was true but i'd, I'd say that's more down <laughs> to the photographer and the headshots that you you're going with you know what i mean no, you choose. You choose your own. No, nah, it is a thing, man. It is a okay. thing, man. Oh yeah, it's a thing. It's a definitely a thing. There's a phenomenon, a phenomenon called soy face. Something yeah. that all, yeah, these dweebs, all these dweebs do. And it's to it's to present themselves as like unthreatening. It's like uh, I, I do gun fingers. Get <laughs> <laughs> real for the people, for the streets. <laughs> How did you do a gun when you were a kid? Did you do it like that? Or did you did you do it like that? I was on. It was like a menace to society. You hold it at an angle, <laughs> like old dog. Hey, <laughs> what? What else has been happening? So oh, we we'll talk about Nick Dixon. Nick Dixon. What, what, yeah, what? we 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 had a we had a bit of a technical issues last week, but they seem to be going all okay so far this week. But Nick Dixon uh, was uh, I, um talk of the town amongst comedy twitter um for his article in the express where Spike. he sorry no it was the, express you're right is incorrect um where he... oh no the, the original article was in spite oh was it in spite uh where he sh he yeah. shared a um uh, a screen grab of a message he had from a promoter saying that he didn't have he had a million billion able-bodied white good comedians uh, and he was looking for something uh, different and he wouldn't be able to give him the gig despite him being a good fit for the show. Um, that was in the express. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> um, I, put, I, put the, I put the journalist in touch with them. Okay, Don't fair we? enough. Well, I mean, so I think um, he got a lot of heat for this uh, and he got mocked, um, which um, is understandable from comedians. Uh, probably went a bit too far, uh, but the, the 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 gripe people had with it was because the majority of bill uh, comedy bills are um, straight white males apparently. Um, and I don't think they are though. I don't I don't know. I mean I think um, it depends on the club. It depends on the on the the geography where the club of is. Yeah, a hundred percent. If like, you're in, if you're north. in the where there's up north, you know, you see more sort of straight white men only bills and stuff. Because like London's obviously much more, more diverse, you know, multi, yeah. yeah. Um, and uh, uh, it's it's sort of it, we, I was talking about I've been talking about this to a number of different comedians. There was one comic uh, who um, was who was like, okay, this it's 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 kind of tone deaf uh, because this is the sort of uh, reaction and, and replies that black comics have had for years um and it's it's um you know cool or, or, historically at least and you know, female they, comics as well female comics fem get told oh we've already got a woman on yeah 
Um, so I, th I, I do understand there is like a little bit of a tone deafness about it. Jessica, Jessica Fortescue um, had a similar situation that happened with a, with a mirth control gig a couple of years ago where um, she was pulled off the gig because uh, the, the, the venue owner was like, I don't want more than one woman on the show. But the reaction to her... Good booking policy. <laughs> <laughs> the reaction to her highlighting this injustice was vastly different to what Nick had experienced on, um, online. Yeah, I was really shocked to see, like, you know, Nick being absolutely slammed by so many comics and comedy industry people. Like, um, so Katya Belfort from United Agents, she called him a bigot. It's like, how the fuck, how do you pick it? I mean, like, what I'm to Nick is bad, and what I'm to Jessica is bad. And, you know, if, you know, that sort of, if it happens to anybody, it's bad. Like, sort of pre prejudice or denying somebody work based on their, their uh, race uh, and gender and all the rest of it, it's bad. No, it, it can be bad when it happens to Nick, and it can be bad when it happens to someone else. It's not like an either-or situation. It's only so bad when it happens to me. <laughs> I should be getting all the black spots, all of them. <laughs> Fed up with this nonsense. Um, no, but I, I, you, I can see both sides, kind of, because, yeah, there was a time you would see only one woman and one black person on the bill. And so people are trying to address that to a certain extent. Um, so, yeah, and... Nick isn't going to feel good when that happens. Nobody is thinking, oh, I'm going to do this. To um, You're just thinking about me and my money, and I just lost a gig. So I can understand that <laughs> side of things as well, because I'd be pissed as well if it happened the other way as well. So I understand both sides from a, from a people want to you know, make things more inclusive and also the fact that maybe someone, because I hate when someone is, you know, less talented than me getting a spot that I should get. And you I see that when, all the time when happening did, in comedy. When did it happen? When, what was huh? the one time it happened? What was the one time <laughs> one that time. happened? <laughs> <laughs> it's when you got books for the gig. And I was like, <laughs> this guy is shit. Leo is shit. <laughs> but no, I understand how Nick could feel that way. It's, it's like, you know... Because he is a great comedian, and despite what they want to say, Nick fucking yeah, slays. That's true. He that's, crushes. That's, it. that's the other thing yeah, that always what, happens. It's like that's if, what pissed me off the most. Yeah, so, like you get all these comedians who are you may not have even heard of, you've not seen at like pro clubs calling him shit. And yeah. Nick is not a shit comic. He's a good comic. Yeah. Uh, he, he does Nick, well. Yeah, yeah Nick, Nick's I'll great. Tell you this. Nick's last five minutes of his set is the best of of probably it's in the top three like in terms of gags per minute gags per second it is in the top three in the whole country when he gets to that final stretch of his set it's over like the place is flattened so the guy people on there talking about oh he's not funny or he's shit no you're talking madness the guy is a killer the guy is a killer and and yeah maybe it's tone deaf and whatnot but I can understand how someone would feel that way. Seeing people who you don't feel good when you got the talent to do something and someone who's less talented gets a spot. So, yeah. you know, 
personally, you don't feel good, even though it may be the right thing for society to do or something, give yeah. someone else a shot. But yeah, I can see how, you know, both sides do kind of have a point. And yeah. how, do you, and it, how do you fix something as tricky as that? I don't know how you fix something like that. Yeah, it's true. And like also how the industry works, especially with TV and stuff, TV opportunities. They're, they're looking for, at the moment, there's such a rush. Well, for the last you know, couple of years, there's been such a push, a rush for diversity. So you're seeing people, you know, leapfrogging over, over you know, frankly, much better acts. Nick is like much yeah. better than... But I understand there's a social need to sort of have representation and diversity on, on TV. I think also, like, we sort of need to remember, like, you know, the UK is 86% white. So if there's an all-white lineup, and also comedians are mostly male, because that's just, you know, more men want to do it. So if there's an all-white, all-male lineup, that's kind of, that's going to happen, you know, and it's, having book nights myself, man, it's hard getting, like, you know, getting a good enough caliber of, uh, like, female acts. Like, it, it's just hard, because they're so, they're so in demand. They get offered, like, loads of gigs, because everybody wants, you know, like, everybody's sort of got to have a woman or two. It's, it's the one problem I have with, like, hating live is, uh, you know, trying to get a woman on every show. Because we're noble like that. <laughs> no, it just makes noble. the show better. It does make the it, show it, better. It, it, here's my problem with that, right? It was wrong when it happened to others and it was wrong when it happened to Nick. But Leo makes a point, right? At Hate and Live, we always book a diverse lineup and that means hopefully we get someone of color, uh, we get a woman, we get a different agenda. We don't do it because we're like, oh yeah, we're woke and we're right on. We do it because it's best for the show because our audience yeah. watch the show and go, oh, I relate to that person, I relate to that person, I can relate, or there's someone they can relate to and cheer for, right? It just makes our show better. Right? But we don't, we don't preach it and say we're going to do this. We just do it. And this is the thing. The guy didn't have to, the guy could have just said, all right, I'll keep Nick in mind. Instead, he's like, yeah. I'm specifically, I'm not doing this because I want to push <laughs> yeah. this and I want the pat on the back for you to know that I'm an ultra good looking, good person. Make sure you yeah. know that I only book black women and I'm really doing my bit. And the worst thing was about this whole thing is some shit ball open mic comic daring to say Nick was a bad comedian. I was like, you fucking open mic ball bag shithead can barely face the, face the front of the stage. <laughs> And then you get old dickheads like Richard Herring, who, by the way, are the ones who fucking uh, got the most out of being an old white dude in comedy because they started in the 90s when they benefited the most. Start today, Richard Herring, you fat piece of shit. You wouldn't go anywhere. You fucking know it, you long-haired little hobbit. He's, is it International Men's Day yet? Try that now. If you were 20 years old, he wouldn't go anywhere because he'd be the same at the back of the queue, right? So he profited yeah. most from it. But for him to say, oh, Nick's shit, it's just, it's just bullshit on Nick. Nick's a great yeah. comedian. I don't actually oh, know yeah, Richard, Richard Herring. And if he's when nice, Richard Herring, when uh, he's not Richard Herring's not, I don't think even Richard Herring would claim to be a great comedian. But um, like when Richard Herring came out and like slammed Nick, uh, man, like you say, Richard Herring started, you know, what in the eighties, the nineties, when he genuinely benefited from like systemic racism and sexism, and he benefited from that and made a career which he probably wouldn't be able to do now because he wouldn't, you know, reach the, he wouldn't, he's not, he's not good enough. And for him to then turn around and slam someone else, man, Richard Herring should stand aside, make some space for, like, women of colour or whatever the fuck. You know what I mean? Richard Herring should stand down. He's made his money. He's had his time in the spotlight. Make some space, you old white yeah. male. Stale pale yeah, you... male. Stale pale male. <laughs> <laughs>
please, please blank the name out uh, so we don't get cancelled. No, we should not. Fuck it, man. Like what, Richard, Richard Herring. Richard, Herring. Richard if, man, this is the thing. I never slag off anybody who doesn't slag me off first or slag off, you know, Nick or <laughs> something like that. You know what I mean? Like Nish Kumar slagged me off on stage. Like what's her name? Saima Ferdos calls me racist on Twitter. Oh man, I'll I'll fucking I'll come after anybody slags me off. I never start the fight though. You know what I mean? What is Richard, Richard Herring, Herring like going to? after? Try to punch. Try, no, I had to go at Nick. Nick, oh, Nick, yeah, it really me. got it. Really got to Nick. Nick was really like like somebody like you know me or you who like revels in that kind yeah. of like you know it just makes us laugh and like it's funny. But like Nick, it really you know is just the thing is nice Nick. Nick should have known better because there was no way the industry were going to go, oh, yeah, it's got a bit of a point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I, think I, I wanted to know what... They, what were, like, they, were like, they, they sit there just going, come on, baby, please, 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 give me something to be outraged. Oh, but, let me be outraged and see how virtuous I am. Woo! But I think I this is one of the... the yeah, one of the in, things... in this climate, that's a world move to make, for real. I think, I, I think <laughs> him going... Climate, like, him going I'm like, dude, to... did you see the Oscars? Did you see anything that's happening? Like, jeez. <laughs> But maybe that, is, maybe maybe three years down the road you can pause that. <laughs> but, but fucking hell. But yeah, wait that, for TV News to find its feet first. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Is that is that highlighting one of the one of his um why he was doing this? What his what he was he trying to get um notoriety through that, or was he just trying to highlight, look, this is happening to Man, um, I think he was, you know what it is? It's this all, everything, my problem with everything that's going on, and this highlights it, is the hypocrisy of it. Nick considers himself to be more of a free-speaking kind of thing, you know, straight down the line kind of guy. And all he's saying is, look, this is the hypocrisy of it. I've been turned down based on my race, based on my gender, right? And it's wrong when it happened to them, and it's wrong that it's happening now. And I just saw an advert, right? And uh, it was posted on the internet, and it said, Jake is drunk. Jane, Jake was drunk. Jane, Jane was drunk. Jake and Jane had sex. Jane couldn't consent. Now Jake's going to prison. Man, Jake was drunk as well. He couldn't consent either. So it's like the hypocrisy of they just they they disregard. Like you can be. I've seen racism towards white people. Like I, I lit this. Gary's going to get cancelled for the pedophile thing. And yeah, all I was going to say, like, <laughs> just just swap Jake for Paz. I'm Paz was 14 answer, but, and drunk. She Jake... could not consent. <laughs> yeah, I just, just want to know. I want to know what's in. I want to know what's in Darius's cookie settings. That means that he's getting these adverts. <laughs> no, I was on Reddit. I saw it. I I, I followed yeah, so... uh, on Reddit. But the point is, it's like if he followed Jillian Maxwell. On I do. If the guy was drunk and the girl was drunk, then neither of them need consent, right? It wasn't Jake was sober and Jane was drunk. Yeah, then there's no consent. But if two people are both drunk, then neither of them can consent from from their yeah, argument. I'm just going by their, by their argument. So their argument is, he's drunk, he's drunk. Well, so they're both drunk. Either both of them can consent or neither of them can consent. And the reason it is is because it takes away any agency of women have. It's saying, oh, women are too stupid to know their own rules or bodies or know what they want or have any fucking standards. We need to treat them like little fucking girls and say when they can and protect them. It's like women are grown women. They fucking have their own agency. They have their own power. They know their own body. They know what they want. Are you you talking about the the thing is, I think, is... Is (laughs) Yeah, I am. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> I don't how know. I can't 14? remember how I got onto that now. Um, how old is 14 anyway? Nico, what were you going to say? <laughs> no, it's just that. Um, Imagine like some... I love this. No, delay. I was gonna say that. I think. <laughs> yeah, I'm. I'm glitch. I'm. I'm glitching up here, man. <laughs> oh. Yeah, there's like a delay on this. Yeah, no. Hey, Nico, what you I'm, I'm moving and I'm waving my hand and it moving ten seconds later and shit. It's looking good on here on this side. Yeah, we are coming up to about an hour. We're on on fifty two. Uh, minutes in. Jeez. What other topics did Great. we want to? Did we want to talk about uh, Jada Pinkett? There's some news there, isn't there? Oh, uh, oh can Nick... I just say, Christian Eriksen, he had a heart attack. Oh, really? Oh, on the football in the Was Euros. it a heart attack? Well, yeah. He had a heart attack and he collapsed on the football. Thing is, I was watching that match with my Australian mate, and he <laughs> hates football, right? So, so when he fell over, he's like, oh, look at this soft cunt, just falling down for absolutely no fucking reason, <laughs> pretending to be fucking injured every single fucking time. Oh, look at it. Oh, yeah, go on. Get the fucking medical staff out, you fucking soft cunt. Oh, they're doing CPR on him. What a soft cunt. <laughs> <laughs> Just doubling down. <laughs> uh, well, get well. Get well, uh, Chris and Erickson, and also get well, Richard Herring, who's just finished his chemotherapy for testicular cancer. What? Serious? <laughs> yeah, apparently. I'm just, I looked it up, and I was like, oh. <laughs> We're just shitting on a cancer survivor. <laughs> Who's we? Who's we? Me and Leo. Yeah, not I'm not. not Leo. Leo just and Leo made me say it. Uh, Jada Pinkett. What happened with Jada Pinkett? Uh Nixman, I have no idea, so this is news to me. No, she she used to call with Tupac back in the day. And she's posting a love letter that Tupac, or a poem that Tupac wrote to her or some shit. Whilst she's mar still married to Will Smith and whatnot. Shit, getting so cut back from they, beyond the grave. Did they have it's an amazing. open relationship or something? They got it, some crazy relationship. Nobody knows. She had entanglements, yeah. she calls it. <laughs> she had entanglements. So she's I still fatuated. Every time there's something about Tupac, she you know, brings up their relationship. So she's obviously still in love with them or some shit. But is, I, I, the, the impression I get from Jada Pinkett is, is she's nowhere near as big a star as Will Smith. And uh, she is a star to a degree, but I think marrying Will Smith kind of really cemented where she was because she was uh, like a middle of the road sort of Hollywood actress or, you know, uh, was it Hollywood or is, is it more sitcoms? I don't really know. And then it, her sort of harping back to uh this this her fling with tupac is just another way of her clout chasing to a certain extent going yeah possibly cool. yeah i was this i was this and yeah and, and it's gonna get her um column inches or or, or clicks and, and and keep her in uh the dick inches dick inches yeah all eyes on me um so i i, I don't see it as uh i mean it's it's not a good look but fuck it hollywood's not a good look man yeah. But poor Will Smith, though, like, every poor time... Poor Will Smith, something... he's getting so much pussy. I I don't feel sorry for Will Smith <laughs> at all. Oh, nah, no, oh, no. She, Everyone she goes thinks on I'm... a talk show. No, she goes on a talk show and and, and confesses to having a, a fear with some young rapper. 
Like, yeah. where you got And he just goes online. and fucks like a million tens. I don't think is, Will Smith has a problem getting pussy. A millionaire he, in is Hollywood. He in, is he going and like, is he doing all that? Of course. If, if Will, nah, because if Will was doing that, women would be selling that story, man. Yeah, yeah, because he's a selling that story left, he's right, and center because he is he he was like the guy. So nah. If I, if, he, I, if I, he was doing that, we would have heard about it by now. I doubt I doubt I think you can keep shit quiet. Nah, not 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 in this day with social media and all that kind of stuff. If they got Kevin Hart and they got Chris Rock and all that <laughs> and they tried it with Dave Chappelle, they would definitely do it with Will Smith. He yeah. is bigger than all of them. One at, at one point in time, he was bigger than all I of them. I still think he is, probably. Yeah, he's, he's well. He hasn't had a mo movie for like six years now. I know, yeah, but he wasn't not in a movie for like twenty. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. He was in everything. He's he in Aladdin like three years ago or something. Mm. Yeah, but he's he not as he big as he was. No, no, in no. Men in his, Black his, Two his, or uh, Men in Black One. And uh, Independence enough, Day and shit. Funnily enough, uh, Nick Dixon Nick, wrote, Nick for wrote for Will Smith. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nick, Nick wrote, wrote for Will Smith. In Aladdin. In oh, Aladdin was that, yeah. Did he get that job because he's white, though? <laughs> <laughs> he was you the diversity pick the on Will Smith's sort of writing team. Nick, How did Nick they get saw, the job? Apparently, they saw a YouTube video of him and they booked him for it. Hmm. That's pretty good. Nick's a great writer. Yeah. And yeah, that's the end of the Nick Dixon is great stuff episode. Up, he's a killer, man. <laughs> oh, man, and, and like the, the hit rate, like when we're at top secret with him, it's, man, every every line is like, gets gets a laugh. It's like, it's there's no wait for a laugh in Nick's set. Like, Yeah. But he is a still pale male, so there you go. Yeah. But Will Smith and his wife, because their kids are pretty mental as well. Didn't they? Like, yeah, one they're of not mental. They are, they are Gen Z. I think they're about right for Gen Z. They're kind of <laughs> uh, median. They're the, in the middle. The One guy, is... yeah, the guy, the the son. What's the son? Jaden. Jaden wears dresses Jayden. and stuff and skirts. Yeah. And the girl is said she's in a polyamorous relationship or something. So I don't Just know. Just like the mom. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The apple doesn't fall far from the tree. Um. Yeah, but I think I think if you grow up with will smith as your dad like the 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 attention you get um it's gonna you can't be a normal kid do you know what i mean you, like, i you don't think you can be a normal kid being a star period yeah i think it, i think um you you're know be every, strange, every, man. you've got such an entourage around you agreeing with everything there's so much focus on the tiniest things you do the pressure must be mm. mental. Like, like that's yeah. crazy world fame, but growing up in your... Remember yeah. your teenage years? The mistakes you made, whether it be in, you know, Argentina or, <laughs> or in, was, in Glasgow. I was, I was already growing up in Argentina. Yeah, yeah, I'm talking about her. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, like, imagine, you know, the world's paparazzi and uh, are, are watching and, and judging and writing uh, articles, TMZ... On everything, whether what you're wearing to uh, to 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 what, yeah. what, what you're eating, what you what you look I, like, your body weight. Fucking... I think the lack of sort of uh, genuine people around you. I think that's got to be one of the most difficult things for any celebrity. Just from like the sort of brief, you know, uh, times I've sort of been around celebrities and stuff. 
some of them are surrounded by people who just blow smoke up their arse. And it's, yeah. you know, it's like being a boss in a company. Like, so everybody's blowing smoke up your arse and kissing your arse and stuff. And, uh, like, I think if you don't have that sort of switch in your head that, like, tunes it out and realizes it's bullshit, like, that can be a dangerous trap to fall into. You see all these people, like, even Muhammad Ali had this huge entourage. Uh, all these celebrities have, you know, big entourages. There's even that show, Entourage, about, about the whole <laughs> phenomenon, like, you know. Yeah. He does stand up now. He comes, he, he was coming down to Top Secret quite a bit. Last he got year, yeah, I, He got I me too, his, didn't he? It was Pete. Pete, what's his face that got me that filming in Belarus? It was him. That I put because uh, he was his agent for the UK. So who, I put, who I put does stand up? Who the guy who was historian entourage? He's called like Ari. Oh, he was in. He was in top. Jeremy Super. Piven. Jeremy Piven. Yeah. Jeremy Piven. Yeah. That's the yeah. That's the one. Was he, yeah, was he, he came UK. down to he came down to top secret like five six times. Hmm. And was he good? He was good for a person who had just started stand-up. Because he had just started <laughs> because all of his acting work dried up. Yeah. But you can see that he's ahead of a person who would have just started at that time because he got acting chops and he got confidence yeah. and he's got charisma. So, yeah, he was good for the stage that he was at. You, you know, know actors PJ's. are just super confident. Yeah, 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 yeah. The, the stage oh. presence was there, and yeah, uh, yeah. and you know, some decent, decent material, and you'll be fine. Yeah. Darius, do you know that Pete guy? Peter, Pete. who ran, uh, ran the comedy um, Mancunian. Well, I've got his, um, he's on my phone. But um, do you remember him? No, I don't know what we're talking about. Is he, uh, Pete McSweeney? Pete McSweeney. Oh yeah. Yeah, so he what was that? acting as Jeremy Piven's agent for the UK. How so, was he? Um, so yeah, I put I put them in touch with Mark to get the gigs at Top Secret. Well, it's a little it's a little community, a little lovely right wing community. All just straight white men <laughs> helping other straight white men out. I love it. Well, Ari's Ari's Jewish or something, isn't he? I still I mean, think that Jeremy counts Piven's as white. I'm not something. sure. Does it, I, I suppose it counts as white when it's right? Well, this is this is an interesting thing because yeah, Jews aren't aren't seen as minorities. But like, there's like 2.7 billion Muslims in the world, and there's like, I'm not joking, about 15 million Jews. So they're like a tiny, tiny, tiny minority compared to compared to you know other. Well, men ethnicity. technically are a minority. There's there's slightly fewer men than there are women. Yeah, that's why we have to work harder. <laughs> um, should we should we call it a day there? Because I've got to get going in about 20 minutes um yeah so let's call it a day i think let's it's been a good pod i think it's been Please a solid, like, solid episode like and subscribe like and subscribe if you've enjoyed this podcast like and subscribe and leave a review five stars if you could be bothered in if it's anything less than five stars go fuck yourself <laughs> um do you want to see where people can catch you leo yeah, go go on my YouTube, Leo Kears. Solid. <laughs> Nico, what, what, have got, <laughs> what have you got to plug? I'm still trying to get people watch Beijing in Britain on YouTube. I want to get 10,000 views. I'm at 7,000 now. Help them out. It will be your diversity yes. tick for the week. Darius, yes. what have you got to plug? Um, check out my YouTube, Darius Davies, to watch an exciting urban youth TV video where we discuss gay pride with the residents of glasgow 
That sounds quite good. If I'm, oh, it's actually, funny. Quite it is honest. funny. It's pretty good. Uh, and Voxel Creative. My Network. show is funny. <laughs> His um, show is also funny. Show. Well, this is a top twenty-three minute by Guardian interview. newspaper. Yeah. What a great! So watch it. What a great show it was. All right, guys. Thanks very much, and we'll see you next week. Gang, gang. Gang, gang. Little gang fingers, Leo. <laughs> <laughs> Not the getting fingered face. <laughs>